Eric Garner, John Crawford, Michael Brown, Ezel Ford, Dante Parker, Laquan McDonald, George Mann, Tanisha Anderson, Akai Gurley, Tamar Rice, Matthew Ajabade, Frank Smart, Natasha McKenna, Anthony Hill, Maya Hall, Eric Harris, Walter Scott, Alexia Christian, Freddie Gray, Sandra Bland, Billy Ray Davis, Samuel DeBose, Christian Taylor, Troy Robinson, Keith Harrison McLeod, Tyree Crawford, India Kaga, Levante Biggs, Jamar Clock, Nathaniel Harris Pickard, Benny Lee Tignor, Trayvon Martin, Janet Wilson, Keith Childress, Randy Nelson, Wendell Celestine, David Joseph, Kaylin Rockamore, Marco Loud, Peter Gaines, Tori Robinson, Darius Robinson, Keith Hicks, Willie Tillman, Paul O'Neill, Alton Sterling, Philando Castile, Terrence Crutcher, Alteria Woods, Jordan Edwards, Aaron Bailey, Stephon Clark, Botham John, Pamela Turner, Dominique Clayton, Atatana Jefferson, Christopher Whitfield, Pamela Turner, Dominique Clayton, Eric Reason, Ahmaud Aubrey, Michael Lorenzo Dean, Brianna Taylor, George Floyd. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Black Mental Health Matters podcast. I am your host, Michelle Gordon. I just wanted to take a couple minutes out to just say their names. Say the names of individuals who have lost their lives at the hands of police violence, at the hands of murderous vigilante violence. I wanted to say the names of individuals who have not received justice for their deaths. I wanted to say the names of individuals who died unarmed. I wanted to say the names of the people who did not deserve to die who lost their lives simply by living their lives. I want us to talk today about the anxiety of living while black. African-American men, women, and children are mistreated and sometimes killed for doing normal things that white people do or could do without a second thought or consequence. In a reality like this, it is almost impossible to live without worry. There's so much going on right now with the current climate in America that causes anxiety. Where people of color are afraid to have any interactions with the police. They're afraid to have interactions with individuals who cherish the notion of keeping confederate flags and monuments they're afraid to have interactions in their communities with people that don't look like them that creates a lot 
of anxiety. We look at the news and we look at social media and it's just an overflow of information on a daily and regular basis and it starts to create symptoms of anxiety in our lives. Some of the things that occur when an individual has feelings of anxiety is rumination, social phobia, agoraphobia, obsessive compulsive behaviors, post-traumatic stress disorder. These are just some of the things that occur with the excessive media consumption, with being privy to what's going on in our communities, seeing racial injustice all around us. Rumination is when an individual is constantly thinking about negative events, negative situations, negative thought patterns. While it's not a disorder, it is a feature of both anxiety and depression. Rumination is the negative thoughts in your head that replay like a vinyl record that skips repeatedly due to a scratch. Those scratched records would play the same annoying pop and skip until someone picks the needle up and moved it beyond that scratch. If you don't move that needle, you keep going on and on and on. In that situation, you're constantly thinking about the negative images that you see. You're constantly thinking about the negative events and you can't move past it, which creates you a situation where you are either worried or significantly depressed and sad. Another possible negative outcome is social phobia. Sometimes with thinking about these negative thoughts and thinking about these events and the possibility of getting harmed will make individuals afraid to interact with others, afraid to interact with people that don't look like them, afraid to interact publicly out of fear of what's going to happen next. In the news recently, we've seen individuals that are out at protests for, you know, remedy to police violence, and they're getting harmed. They're, they feel like they're out there doing the right thing, doing the right thing for their community, and they're getting ha- harmed. So these people are putting themselves out there, and the possibility of harm is present. Social phobia is when you're afraid to go out and do that and to be a part of your community. Another thing to piggyback on that is agoraphobia. The stress, the anxiety, the depression could cause some individuals to just not want to get out of the house, to experience extreme fear of going out of the house, fear that they might be harmed, fear that they might die if they go outside. And it's a, it's a real fear. You know, all of this, this information, all of this, this stuff that we're getting in through social media, through the news, through other outlets, it can wear on a person after a while. And it's really important to understand the negative impact of anxiety on your life. One such impact is chronic stress can cause physical problems. People of color are already predisposed to certain physical ailments, heart disease, high blood pressure, some forms of cancer. Increased anxiety and stress causes a hormone in your body called cortisol to be constantly produced by your glands. Cortisol is a stress hormone. It supports you 
when you have an emergency situation that your body has to respond to. It is the hormone that is responsible for fight or flight. So if someone's coming to attack you, your hormones increase, which gives you additional speed, additional strength, additional energy. But when you have stress, those hormones are always expressing themselves. You're always at a heightened state of alert. You're always, you know, having a higher blood pressure. You're always having a higher heart rate. And your body is unable to sustain that type of excretion of hormones and physical changes over the long term. And when you're stressed and when you're anxious, those hormones are constantly running in your body and you're constantly hypervigilant and you're constantly on edge and it's just not healthy. Over time, it will create a situation where your blood pressure is chronically high, your heart rate is higher, which can cause congestive heart failure because it's at an unusual rhythm. Um, other things in your body can occur, such as type 2 diabetes with diet, lack of exercise, constant stress is a factor in type 2 diabetes. It's just not healthy to be uh, stressed and anxious. But unfortunately, as people of color, everyday life causes stress and anxiety. Everyday life is a struggle. So what can you do to help with that anxiety? One of the things I suggest is to limit social media consumption. I myself find myself on social media looking at videos of police interactions, looking at videos of interactions between um, people who consider the Confederate flag and Confederate monuments to be their heritage and are unable to have the conversation about what that means to other people. I see these violent confrontations all the time. It is really disheartening. So one of the things you want to do is you want to scale back on that. While we all want to be informed, we all want to know what's going on. Some things we just shouldn't see over and over and over again. It's unhealthy and it, it's harmful. I can recall after the shooting of Philando Castile, I started to experience symptoms of post-traumatic stress disorder because it was it just it was so violent to me. And when I saw it, it was just so disturbing. And I kept thinking about it over and over and over again. And I was like, how can this be? How can this individual tell the police officer I am legally carrying a weapon? What do you want me to do and still get killed? Like, how does that happen? How do you do everything right and still lose your life? So for me, that was really disturbing. That was scary. Like, because the color of my skin, I am not allowed the right to carry a weapon like anyone else. Even if I go through all the appropriate channels, I get the training, I get the licensing. I'm still subject to being killed because I have it because of the color of my skin. Why am I not seen like anyone else? To be good, to be trustworthy, to be a, a good natured, good citizen. Why is my color de demonized? Why is my color illegal, automatically illegal? And that causes a tremendous amount of stress. So with that, you know, limit the social media access to these videos, limit access to these stories that are disturbing. Another thing that you can possibly do to support you with that anxiety 
of being black is to get active in your community get active within your churches your community groups to you know reach your neighbors reach your community learn who the police officers are in your neighborhood you know attend uh town halls which they have in my county learn who are the people making the rules in your area voice your opinions to them let your voice be heard speak out talk about what's going on in your community what changes you want to see in your community what you would like to see in the future and of course the number one thing that i suggest vote 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 while we understand that voting is you know some people don't think it's a serious thing and they don't believe that their voice can be heard but your voice can absolutely be heard get out and vote Another thing which is more internal to deal with the anxiety and the stressors of being black in America is to just um, journal, write about some of your feelings, get those feelings out, talk to somebody, talk to a therapist, talk to a pastor or a, a lay person at church that is able to give Christian counsel if that is what, if that's what you want, if that's not your thing, you know, counseling is available many jobs have EAP programs where you can do a short-term intervention they can suggest licensed counselors in your area after that short-term intervention is over but don't keep it bottled up inside let it out talk about it find a friend um, that you can talk to and that you can trust to just get it out and talk about your feelings because holding it in also causes extreme stress and continued anxiety Another option that you can take when dealing with the stress and anxiety of being black is to learn. Learn about the system and the structure and learn about the structural racism so that you're not blindsided by it when you see it. So that you can identify this is, you know, this is not a good a good system and how can I work my way through this system? A book that I'm reading right now that's helping me to identify some things is a book by Dr. Rita Walker, and it's called The Unapologetic Guide to Black Mental Health, Navigating an Unequal System and Learning the Tools for Emotional Wellness and Getting the Help You Deserve. It's a phenomenal book, phenomenal book. It talks about ways that you can um, improve your psychological fortitude how to make self-care a habit, how to take care of yourself in times of adversity, you know, boost your emotional well-being, how to find a good therapist, a good counselor, understanding when it's time to seek professional help as opposed to just trying to deal with it on your own. And it also talks about our children. Our children are seeing these things the same way that we see these things, but they're seeing it through a different lens children young children are just open to the world and they just love life so it's really confusing to see you know police shootings police attacks when you know they're like oh I love my local police officer I want to be a police officer when I grow up and then when they see on social media and in the news a police officer doing something negative to a person that looks like them so this book goes into you know getting help for our children when to identify that our children need to talk and if we're not able to talk to our children, who can we get to talk to our children? Um, another thing that I always encourage is self-care. 
That's something that I myself don't practice enough self-care. When I'm anxious, I just get into that mode of just, you know, thinking about these negative things, thinking about these negative thoughts instead of taking care of myself. Right now with COVID going on, there's some things that I can't do. One of my self-care regimens was to get a massage. So I can't get a massage right now. But what I can do is take a nice warm bath, close the door, put on some music and just zone out for a little while to decompress from my day and not think about the negative and think solely about myself. There's a ton of mindfulness activities that you can do, such as um, meditation, yoga, things like that can help you get your mind off of some of the stressors and anxiety-related issues that occur during your day. Um, I'm always an advocate for individuals to get therapy, to do what makes you feel good, and just to try to live a happier life. There's a lot going on around us, and we have to be the ones who can intrinsically and inside of ourselves take care of our peace. Now, there's a lot of barriers for our peace. There are tremendous barriers for our, our peace to include systemic racism, underemployment, unemployment, significant health challenges, just a challenge. If you're of a certain age, challenges of taking care of your parents or grandparents, those things are stressors. And it's important to take care of yourself in these times of stress. And it's not selfish to take care of yourself. Because you can't pour out into anyone else until you take care of yourself. I realized that a long time ago, if I'm empty, I can't give. There are a lot of people that depend on me to give. So I need to be able to be full, to have my cup full so that I can give to these people. I have clients, I have family members, I have friends that I am responsible for pouring into them, whether it's financial, emotional, uh, professional. That's, that's my thing. That's what I do. I'm not complaining about it, but I have to take care of me in order to do that. I have a responsibility to a lot of people. So that's about it for today i just wanted to remind you take care of yourself in these challenging times remember the individuals who have lost their lives due to unfortunate events of police violence random violence by people who don't look like them and the lack of justice that they received and just think about that talk about your feelings write down your feelings get those feelings out because it's hard it's difficult to live a life where we feel like we don't get justice because of the color of our skin. Thank you for listening, and I will see you guys next time. Bye.